Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 36 of the Last I Go Hard podcast. DJ Spin It. What is up, everybody? How's it going? Episode 36. Are you listening to this while Fiesta? Or taking a siesta, whichever one. Look at me. Look at my outfit. Episode 36. I'm ready for anything. Man, thanks for listening. You're probably wondering what I'm wearing, but before we get into that, intro music is everything. It is key to performers. It is key to anybody. I mean, like, usually, you know, stand-up comics, yes, that's essential. And with every stand-up comic it is, and I feel like with podcasts, it's the same thing. It sets the mood and sets the tone. Like, for example, EMC Hammer. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, break it down with some MC Hammer, or better yet, you know, we can like, you know, kind of Ellen it up a little bit. Ellen intro. Kind of bring it in all together. Give me, give me one second to get the music going. All right. Bring it all together. Uh. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, 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 I forgot that you gotta kind of like do one of these things where your arms are so. And then you bring, and then when you sit down, then the music stops. I I forgot that, um, the Ellen, the the Ellen intro. I forgot all about that. <laughs> I don't know. I felt goofy and crazy. My friend, I was listening to music while uh, taking a shower, but I was listening to like a weird playlist, like one I like randomly found. And he goes, uh, when I got out, I was dancing and stuff. He looked at me. He goes, "Are you on crack?" And I was like, "No, I'm about to do a podcast, baby. I gotta hot myself up somehow." It's Currently three eleven. He went to bed like two and a half hours ago. I don't. I don't know. It took me so much to set up, and uh, also listening to music and jamming out to people like Mariah Carey. <laughs> and sorry to open up old wounds about Ellen. I don't. I don't know how that all works right now. Is she still canceled? I don't know how cancel culture works. It's, it's so confusing sometimes. Some celebrities get canceled and it's forever. Other celebrities, it's like they come in and all of a sudden they get a little slap on the wrist and then like it's like a grounding. You know, like, you know, when your parents grounded you, um, preferably, uh, they'll, like, take you, throw you upstairs. If you have an upstairs, they'll throw you downstairs, <laughs> if you have a downstairs, or just send you to your room, and you're in a corner, and you gotta think about what you did, which is the most bullcrap thing ever. You're just standing in a corner just going, man, I can't wait for them to come over here and tell me that uh, I'm done with my time out. It's the same thing with cancel culture. They're the parents. They send you to timeout. They send the celebrity to timeout. Next thing you know, they're going to come in and swoop on in. And then next thing they're like, did you learn your lesson? They're like, yes, we did. Well, we're not going to get, hey, we're not going to give you your TV show back or anything back until you apologize. Until, I'm sorry, give me my TV show back and my money and my sponsors and everything, please. I promise. I promise I will never do it again. It was just one time. It was just one time, I promise. And then all of a sudden, they're like, okay, good. And then all of a sudden, they give it back two weeks later, and they're back to their own shenanigans. <laughs> Cancel culture. They're literally the parents of the internet. That's what, that's what it is. It's basically the parents of the internet. Or 
not even the parents. It's more embarrassing than that. <laughs> and like YouTube, uh, the YouTube apologies or any apologies in general, but the YouTube apologies crack me up because they're so stupid. A lot of them are just like they'll like zoom in really close and then like uh, splash them, uh, splash them like water on their faces. We'll just dip it in. Uh, it burns a little bit when uh, if you're watching this right now. It, this burns a little bit because this is currently Dr. Pepper, but uh. It doesn't matter. I, I just gotta have it for effects, okay? Then they like zoom in, like like, like this, and they're like, oh, "This is this is totally not scripted. I I promise this is not scripted at at all." Uh, uh, hold on, hold on, go back. Hold on the sign. Hold it up, okay? Do you want me to? Okay, hold on. Okay. I I just want to apologize. When I had those two orphans joust. Uh, on my channel to see who was going to get adopted. I, I didn't mean for it to go the way it did, okay? I did not intend it. Okay, it's just supposed to be good, glorious content. Uh, it's supposed to be wholesome. You know, I, I, you know my past previous thanks has not been like this at all. And uh, I just want to apologize sincerely. And uh, I'm going to praise God for this moment, too. I, I don't know. I had to pick some religion because I know I don't believe... Uh, really, but you know, like I just had to pick something. I praise God, uh, uh, Mohammed, uh, Gandhi, uh, whichever one. I just I praise them and uh, just you know I just hope for better days to come. <laughs> You're like bull crap. That is that is the most piss poor apology that you can ever have, and it's off of YouTube. I gotta wipe my fake tears, my fake Dr Pepper tears. <laughs> Take a sip of it too. Mm -mm. Uh, episode 36. I didn't even say what it was dedicated to. Just mm, dedicated to what is it? Why am I dressed like this? It is festivals, baby. Festivals all day, every day. Mm, I'm ready to party it up. I'm ready to go. I mean, party it up. I mean, you know, listen to music, bands, stuff. That I went to one festival. It was great. It was awesome. I got to see NF, Logic. Uh, I went and glanced at Lil Pump whenever he was popular, you know. He was like, I heard he was like an hour and a half late. It was embarrassing for him. <laughs> Whatever. He's like, what, 15? I just feel like they keep getting younger and younger and younger, the rappers. Uh, what, one day there's going to be like an eight-year-old rapper that just totally destroys the internet with just like, I grew up, and you know, I just like shot it. Ha-ha, <laughs> double cut my lean, I'm eight. Ha-ha. <laughs> you see, that's the thing, too, is like people don't you know like so harsh against you know st uh you know harsh against you know minors oh no minors need to be doing this or like you know what like oh like jeweling oh i don't want my i don't want i don't want these minors to get these vape products or whatever really <laughs> but yet you see the rappers that they listen to they're literally 15 years old making rap albums and making rap music videos with girl uh, with half naked girls twerking and they have a double cup of lean and they're smoking joints and whatever else that they're doing in that music video and you're telling me that you're trying to get your kid to not oh no we need to tighten up the laws really <laughs> these people are drinking before the age of 21 on youtube youtube's allowing it and they're just enjoying and living the life and just parting it up and, and you're trying to focus on that look focus on what your kids watching then okay if you want to really boil down the bigger issues in life <sighs> but other than that festivals i'm ready for it i'm pumped I'm ready, ready to go. <laughs> ready for it. Mm. But the other day, 
uh, this is besides festivals. We're we're far past that now. But uh, the uh, Sunday after church, uh, me and a few of the college uh, college kids and at church, uh, we decided to get a, a big table, go to a Mexican food restaurant, and all eat together. And uh, I don't know why, it just slipped in my mind. I was like, you know, like every, you know, when you go with a college group of kids, you know, it's after church, everybody's gonna get water. There's not gonna be one kid that's gonna be like Dr. Pepper. There may be one, but everybody got water, and I was just like, man, well, how savage would it be if I did, pulled a Jesus and I turned my water into a margarita and just boom, top shelf margarita, just huge, right plopped in the middle of the table, splashes a little bit, gets on the table. Everybody's like, what? What is going on? What, Dawson, are you? I'm like, yes, I'm 21. See, those kids didn't realize what power they had. Some of them are 21. A lot of them are not. They're like 19, 20. But the people that are 21, they didn't realize that they had that power. Of course I didn't. I got water, of course. But what if, though? I mean, that, that was just a funny scenario that I thought of. And, you know, I didn't do it. I backed out. <laughs> they all would have all looked at me pretty weird. <laughs> but my mom. You know, a little update. Because I told you I was going to update y'all on this uh, episode. 35, uh, y'all figured out that uh, my mom... uh, uh, Well, my mom figured out I dropped out. And uh, she didn't figure out the proper way. uh, Because in episode 35, I texted... I said I texted them, and I did. I texted them, like, what was it, like, 2.30 that morning or whatever? It was, I texted my mom and my sister that I dropped out and yada, yada, and I was like, I'm waiting for them to wake up tomorrow morning, and I just want to see what their reaction is. Well, apparently my mom didn't even see the text. She listened to my podcast, and she calls me, and I thought, like, she didn't reply to the text. She didn't read it. I guess she didn't see it or whatever, but she called me and she goes well I listen to your podcast I said awesome I, it didn't even cross my mind I was like awesome that's cool and she goes well um so is it true I said true what and then it clicked in my head I was like oh it's about to go down it's about to go down just mom son mm, boom and it, and it did happen yes it did she was like dude is it true that you dropped down I was like yes uh, I was gonna tell you in person uh, I was, I was going to explain more in person, uh, whenever I came down, but you know, yeah, I, I texted you if you didn't get my text message and she was like, I didn't get no text message. Nah. Well, then it came, became this big old huge thing. She was livid, livid. It became a big old huge explosive thing. And, uh, it ended up getting to the point where like, I could show you some messages. I would show you more messages, but they're a lot like this blurred because i mean like <laughs> there's so much of because let's put it this way my mom when i was younger it wasn't hey dawson go do the dishes it was hey dawson go do the effing dishes that's how it was in my house blunt straightforward just mm, all in there and that's just yeah so a lot of the messages are like that i'm not showing them really like there's just no point and come on this is that's not, it's not me that's not part of my channel it's not what i'm about but i will explain to you the story she was livid right and some of the messages came out like this. Yeah, she blocked me off of everything. I'm talking Instagram, Facebook. Now, you can block me on all social medias. And as a parent, if you block your child off social medias, I guess that's the new form of grounding in 2021. Like, you made an F? Well, I'm blocking you. Oh, one less follower? No! 
no, please don't. It's 2021. You can't do that to me, mom. But you can block. But me, I'm different. I'm not doing that. Instagram, you can block me. Facebook, you can block me. But you go to my YouTube. Okay, I went to my YouTube channel. Saw that I had one less subscriber. She unsubscribed from my podcast. And that's when I knew that that's right there. Cross the line. Cross the line. Had enough of it. I was like, you know what? You can block me off of everything. But once you unsubscribe from my podcast YouTube channel, you have you have done yourself. You've done your dug yourself a hole that you're not gonna get out of. <laughs> I'm kidding. But she th- she blocked me. Then proceeded to ask me how to how how to block me. Like she's like, I- I'm blocking you off of everything. By the way, how do I block you? Exactly. I don't know how all this works. I'm just that's like a thief coming in with a gun. He puts it to your head, and he's just like, oh, "Crap! I had this. I had this down. I wrote it down. How do I rob you? Do I say, hey, give me your money, or do I just, you know, kind of just, you know, tickle you a little bit? You give me your wallet. Do I ask politely? How does this work? Exactly what I got from that. Also, she sent me this. Okay, I scribbled out everything except for the little bottom part. The bottom part says, how do I put you in silent mode? Underline silent mode for me. There you go. Boom. Silent mode's underlined now. It's highlighted. Silent mode. What? Snap my neck? <laughs> I don't know. Come over to the house. Put me in a good old mm, WWE chokehold. Just hold there. Wait until the last breath comes out of me. Just... And then when I, and release me, I pass out on the ground, and then you end it with an elbow, just boom, hat, boom. <laughs> just drop an elbow on me, then, mom. Why not? I don't know what you mean by silent mode. I, I know you block me, but it's not the same thing. It's not like, hey Siri, can you put Dawson on silent mode? And Dawson is now on silent mode. oh but lo and behold everything got cleared up we put that big old i love you i'm sorry band-aid over the wound it's healing nicely all because i said um i explained what's going on and also in the simple fact that i said that i'm doing what god called me to do which i am i am doing that and i solely believe that that i'm doing that but also that is the greatest hands down the greatest way out of basically anything to involve this like an entire oh like best excuse for what you're doing the reasons why you're doing things because no one has any you know answer for it you can literally just be uh buying a coffee or or i don't know just you can pick up gum off the ground and start chewing it and then someone's like ew that is why are you doing that and then all of a sudden you'd be like god's called me to do it and you're like you can't argue with it what are you gonna say like God's not real. Good, good excuse. Great excuse. But even non-Christians, go ahead and go use that. Just be like, God's ca- calling me to do it. Still some M and M's. God's calling me to do it. Just walk out. God's calling me to do it. Get some gas. Don't pay for it. People ask questions. Be like, God called me to do it. And just be like, boom. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not promoting that. That's not a good way of doing things. But it is. It does people put people in their stands, and it so did my mom. She's like, oh wow, God's calling you to do it. Well then, dang. That's pretty big. I was like, yes. Yeah. So we're good now. My sister's good now. We're all good. Put that big old I love you. I'm sorry, Band-Aid over it. It's healing. It's doing good. <laughs> so that was the update of all that situation. Now we're moving into a new segment. A new segment that I like to call 
called, let me read this correctly, uh, not sponsors. Yeah, exactly. Boom, put that in bold letters, not sponsors. Dating apps edition, not sponsors. Now, this is where I go in and I trash something or some things or whatever that just in day-to-day life or like companies or whatever, and I just completely trash them. Uh, and it's, they're not my sponsors and they probably will never be my sponsors if I just, you know, tell them my honest opinions of them. Uh, they're probably never going to be ever, ever be my sponsors. And I'm, and I hope these dating apps will never be my sponsors because if it comes up, I don't want them as my sponsors. Okay. I've tried the dating apps. They're just not worth it. They just don't work. They don't work. I, I, <laughs> I go on there and it's like, I tried dating apps because of COVID. I'll be honest. COVID was my inspiration to the dating apps, and I was just like, well, what am I going to do? And I tried every one of them. If you want the best opinion from it, boom, I'm your, I'm your guy. I've downloaded every single one of them, tried every one of them out, and I've came to the conclusion that they are all bum. Not worth your time. Don't do it. I'm more of an in-person, in-person like guy anyways. Like, I'm just straight up like, hey, you want to go grab some coffee? Let's go do this thing. Let's have a conversation. Now that COVID spiked up, it's like no one wants to have a conversation anymore. It's like, oh, what's up? Like, oh, the mask mandate's up, which, thank God, even though I don't take my mask off of Walmart just yet, okay? I think mask mandates should never be up for Walmart. That place is disgusting. Have you ever been to a Walmart? Have you ever, I mean, course most people have ever been well you know what a local walmart is your neighborhood walmart you walk in there and you're like ew you want to get your stuff really quick and then get out and the people i don't want to be compared to the people in walmart not wearing their mask they're the people that just walk in they have no mask on and they're asking for a problem those people they're just like what what you what ask me i dare you to ask me why i don't have my mask on huh yeah the mask mandates up I don't have to do it anymore. And they weren't wearing that mask in the first place. So I don't want to be compared to those people right now. So I'm just going to wear my mask inside this facility. And I think we should actually upgrade uh, to hazmat suits. That's how I feel right now. Upgrade to hazmat suits just for Walmart alone because there's just some nastiness that doesn't need to be spread on our bodies in Walmart uh, just because specific people that I will not mention. Everybody. Also, I think a lot of people should just keep their mask on. I mean, whew, I see some of y'all take y'all's mask off. <laughs> just put that sucker back on. and <laughs> No one wants to see that, man. Have you ever seen? Oh, come on. I, oh, come on. I'm not the only person that's done this. Like, you see the eyes, and you're like, oh, man. Man, I wonder what their name is. And all of a sudden, they take their mask down and take a drink. You're like, never mind. I don't want to know what their name is. Their their tooth, their teeth are just all, oh, and just, oh, just, God, I just. I cannot believe I'm having these thoughts right now, but it happens. It does. So just, you know, keep your mask on. Stay six feet away from me if you're like that, okay? I just don't. (laughs) I'm playing. I'm teasing. Leave me alone, okay? Don't take anything that I say seriously. It's all jokes, but all jokes aside, back back to what I was talking about uh, before I got all stuck up on the mask thing. Um, Dating apps. Uh, Plenty of fish, Bumble, Hinge, Tinder, all of them. First, I got Tinder as a joke. Uh, it was in Austin, kind of got it as a joke, and I just didn't like it. It was a bunch of hookups on there. And there's just like, you know, swipe left, swipe right, swipe right. It's just like, hey, hey, 
so when are we going to do this? No, that's not the point of a dating app. It's not, I'm not trying to hook up. That's the thing that's wrong with 2021 now is everybody in this generation just wants to hook up. There's no relationships anymore. There's none. There's no relationships. It's just all like, oh, hey, what's up? You want to, I guess, I, I mean, let's hook up, I guess. No, relationships, that's key. I want to get to know you. I want to, you know, date you, see if you're potential for marriage. Like, see, that kind of stuff. What happened to that? And plus, also, what's wrong with being friends with people? It's like, you can't have a conversation. It's like, automatically, like, as soon as you start talking about it, somebody, oh, oh, hey, no, get away from me. No, I, I just want to be friends. Can it, isn't it that hard? Don't pepper spray me. Just because, <laughs> just because I'm a guy, don't pepper spray me, man. <laughs> every, every girl is on defense now. It's just all hype, and I don't. I mean, I don't blame them for some people out here. Just some of the people, the creeps out here, are ruining it for the rest of us nice guys, and we have to like work ten times harder now. I mean, we have to get past the pepper spray phase, and then once we get past that, then you can actually have coffee with us. And it's all because you creeps. <laughs> but the dating apps, man. So I appreciate Bumble. I liked Bumble. We'll give it a. We'll pop up Bumble real quick. We'll do them first, uh, because. Tinder, I'm not even going to waste my time with Tinder. It's not even a real dating app. It's just swipe, swipe. Want to hang out? Want to, you know, I got the stuff. Yeah, you want to, whatever. It's just, it, there's no, you're not going to find a relationship on Tinder. And if anybody says they found a successful relationship on Tinder, they're liars. Okay? Just look them in the face and be like, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. I've never, I've never met anybody and they're just like, hey, Hi. My, they should be the spokesman for Tinder then, if it's how it is. Kind of like Jared from Subway. Uh, just, hey, hi, my name is uh, Dawson Eichelhart. And uh, I found the love of my life off of Tinder. After swiping left and right for so long, I have now been able to find the love of my life. She's an awesome person. No, this is not happens. There's no story. But with Bumble, it's different. It's kind of nice. You make your profile. It's awesome. Uh... And, you, you know, it's the same little swiping mechanism uh, as, as Tinder is. But it's different, though. When you connect with somebody, the girls have to talk first. That's nice because the girls have to, you know, actually, you know, it's just not all, all one-sided, okay? But then it's just like, I don't know. I don't know if they just do. All these dating apps are the same to me because of the attention. The attention. All it is is for attention. Okay, I'll swipe. Oh, we connected. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, what's up? I'm doing good. How about you? Boom. Then you, you leave me on red? <laughs> no. And then I'm trying to over here. I'm trying to find me a good girl. Okay? And uh, y'all leave me on red. It's just it's ridiculous. And then, boom, I had to get rid of Bumble. It's not going to work for me. You leave me on red. Leave me on whatever, delivered, whatever it may be. No one's going to get back to you. Then you got Hinge. Hinge, awful layout. I don't really, instead of swiping, you got to just click on it. And th but then they give you recommendations of who you're ca compatible with. <laughs> that went solely wrong. Do not try to. One time I was compatible with somebody that I knew, but one of my friends liked it one time. Or like they try to, you know, be a thing. And then, I, then Hinge rated me as most compatible with them. No, no, no. I screenshot it and sent it to them, though. I said, hey, look look who's Mr. Compatible here, you know. It didn't work out for you two, but you know what? 
I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to go out a date with her just to rub it in your face. That's how it's going to be. <laughs> I'm kidding. It never happened like that. Uh, but Hinge, it's confusing. You can send a rose to somebody, uh, which that's kind of cool. But if you're not like a Hinge preferred member, you can only send like one rose a week. So you have like all these girls like every day it refreshes of like who's mostly like, you know, like you or who's like most compatible and you just swipe through or whatever and all of a sudden you're like, oh, hey, I really, you know, I really think I want to get to know her better. I will send her a rose. I sent this one girl a rose. She, you know, like basically clicked on the button that said I'm open to have a conversation. And I just flat out told her, I was just like, hey, how's it going? I'm not really good at these dating apps, but what I am good at is if you meet me in person, we can have a cup of coffee. Boom, left me on red, deleted me, done. What? You can't do that to me, man. Don't, you can't just leave me hanging out there, hanging out to dry. Why? Why would you do that to me? I did nothing to you. All I did was offer you a good thing. See, and that's why you cannot do any dating apps. So we got Hinge, we got Bumble. Boom, off of that. Plenty of fish. App, app's been out too, way too long. I got on there, I made an account. Five minutes later, no, actually not even five minutes later, actually like two, more like two minutes later, you have like girls just going, hey, <laughs> you're pretty sexy. <laughs> ah, Want to hang out? <laughs> and you're like, what? Y'all are confident. But I see why y'all are confident. I know, no, no, I'm, I'm good, dude. You're like 36. I don't want to have, what are you, 80? No, why are you even on this app? And this is like, I had to delete that app. Moral of the story is is of not sponsors is, is don't get any dating apps. They're not worth it. And if you are on a dating app or you have a dating app, hopefully you found the love of your life. And if you found the love of your life on the dating app, good, congratulations. It just hasn't worked out for me. I just feel like on dating apps, they can put on this filter of this like non-existent them, okay? They can just like put on this thing where it's like, boom, this is how I am. And then you meet him in person is the complete opposite. It's like, <laughs> I'm not all about that. I'm real. I'm real as it gets. So I want to meet you. That's how it is with me dating. I want to meet you. I'm going to go have some coffee with you. I'm going to see how you really are in real life. I want to see how you work. I want to go base it off these dating apps. They mean absolutely nothing. So boom, all these dating apps. Well, I'm going to name them off Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, uh, Plenty of Fish. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. All the ones that I use that for young people. I mean, Christian Mingle. I don't know. My dad was on that one. Uh, my dad was on that one a long time ago when my mom and him got when my mom and him got divorced. I'm never gonna like. Was it for like forty year olds? I'm not. E Harmony, same thing. What forty year olds? I'm gonna get on there. Some forty six year old woman's gonna be like, "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> "Nice try." Yeah. Uh, mm mm. What you have three kids? That's awesome. Yeah. When I started dating a 46-year-old that has three kids. I'm just like, hi. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to amount. Uh, I'm 21. I don't know how I'm going to amount to like what your father's standards are. Uh, but hopefully it would be cool. What's your name? Oh, you're 14? That's awesome. You're 18. Well, we're almost the same age. But you know what? I am your new father. So you have to listen to me or I will ground you. What? You're going to give me sass just because we're only three years apart? See, now I went to like this deep, not even a fantasy, I just went to this deep dream or this like dream little whatever thing just <laughs> that fully just goes out and just goes absolutely nowhere. Speaking of dreams, 
we're moving on to fun facts because we're done with the not sponsors. All right. Uh, it's not going to be a segment that I show every day, but I just wanted to talk about dating apps specifically because I think it's more important to get people, especially during this COVID time, know them in person. Don't know them over a phone. It gets complicated. But now, speaking of dreams, we're moving on to the fun facts portion. This is where I dust off a fun fact that I find off the internet, and I want to share with y'all, and today's fun fact is blue cheese can change your dreams. Exactly. Take that, range lovers. Ooh, you want to have some vivid dreams tonight? You want to have some crazy wild dreams and you want to wake up to and tell your friends? Eat blue cheese. That's why my dreams are so magical. It's because I eat blue cheese on everything. Wings. I make, I've made mac and cheese and I put blue cheese in it. I've done the same thing with spaghetti. I put blue cheese on everything. I love that stuff. And if you want to unsubs... Uh, I know that's something, I guess, apparently to uh, not be friends with you for. Because, you know, I'd be talking to people. Next thing you know, I tell them I like blue cheese because it comes up in a subject. Because they're like, oh, I like ranch with this. I'm like, I prefer blue cheese. All of a sudden, it ends a friendship. Uh, it ends, ends uh, you know, things with family members. You know, they don't want to talk to you anymore because, you know, you like blue cheese now. Why? You look like the weirdo for liking blue cheese. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. I, I, I love blue cheese. Why can't you just like your ranch? It's kind of like people with pineapples on pizza. I don't mind it. It doesn't, it doesn't attack me or hurt me any, but people are so opinionated now. People are just like, they really like to put their opinions out there when they don't like something. Like with blue cheese. Oh, I don't like blue cheese. Really, you like blue cheese? You're disgusting. It's just, it's, you have awful taste buds. Like, I just want to rip your tongue out and cut it off because that's what it deserves. And just throw in the trash can because, you know, God made you the way you are. But, you know, I just don't like that part, you know. I don't like that part that he made you to like blue cheese. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Doesn't affect me any. <laughs> Doesn't affect me any that you like ranch. I like ranch too, but you know, I now I'm just dedicated to blue cheese now. You know why I'm a hardcore blue cheese person? Because everybody hates on me for it. I literally was talking fine with five people. Five people I was in a group, we were talking about whatever. Next thing you know, I let them know I like blue cheese and they all turn on me. It's just like, ew, uh, ew, uh, ew. And then the other blue cheese lovers, they're not going to step in with me and they're not going to defend me because there's not enough of us in the pact. There's not enough of us. So it's like, you know, there's like maybe one other blue cheese lover, but they're not going to protect me. They're like, he's getting eaten alive in there. We're not going to do anything. We're just going to leave him in there. Really? You're going to let me be stoned to death because I like blue cheese? Crucify him. Put him on the cross upside down. He's disgusting. What happens, what happens if you get up to heaven and Jesus loves blue cheese? Oh, that would be a ripper. You get into heaven, all of a sudden Jesus is like, hey, we got all these dippings over here. We got wings, glorious wings, but we only have blue cheese because guess what? That's God's favorite. And then guess what? You're going to be stuck in. You're, you're going to be like, wow. This whole time I've been ripping Dawson for liking blue cheese. But guess what? I didn't even know this whole time God loved it. You know, you learn something. Learn something new every day. <laughs> but with blue cheese, why does everybody rip people on it? Pineapples with pizza. Does it affect me? Do I like it? Yes, if it's on there. Do I, do I like it if it's not on there? Sure, why not? Doesn't affect me any. But people are avid. Like, I don't like pineapples on pizza. Okay, and who cares? Let's focus on a bigger issue. People who eat anchovies on their pizzas. They're disgusting. Okay? They're just sitting in the back not getting ripped on about anything. They're just sitting like, oh, da, 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 da. oh, pineapples on pizza or not pineapples on pizza. Which one shall it be? I don't know. I'm just loving my anchovies. Man, I love my anchovies. Those people should be crucified. We should team up together. The pineapple 
pizza lovers and the non-pineapple pizza lovers. You know, they come up to they come together and we focus on the bigger issue, destroying the anchovy lovers. I work at a pizza place. I have made anchovy pizza before. It smells disgusting. Literally, just awful. And, and it's not fresh either. It's like in a can you open it. It's just, ugh, ugh. It's disgusting. And people are just like eating. And no, and I love, I love to enjoy watching people eat. Eat the anchovy pizza. They're just over there just going, mm, mm, oh yeah. Mm, mm. And I'm just watching. I'm just making other pizzas. I'm just watching them just with this disgusted look. Then they put blue cheese on it. I'm like, okay, now they made it not half bad. <laughs> now it's all good. They put blue cheese on it. That's good. That's awesome. Go with them. <laughs> Speaking of work, um, I know most of the people that listen to this podcast are in college and stuff. Man, i got to get my hair corrected uh, behind the ears. Um, anyways, I know probably most of the people that are in college or most of the people in general have a job. Uh, if, you ju- if you don't, <coughs> uh, who cares? I guess this segment's not for you. This conversation's for you. Uh, you're lazy. Um, anyways, jobs. Uh, I work my job all the time, and uh, I work like, I don't know, a lot, and especially since I dropped out, you know, I picked up shifts now, (laughs) but every time I go to work, I get so bored, I'm just so bored there, because the same thing, different day, you go there, you see what you're on, oh, I'm on salads today, I'm making salads all day, oh, I'm closing, doing the same closing stuff, I don't know, I feel like a robot, change of scenery, I don't know, one day, I just thought about it, I'm just like, wow, I wish that a, this is a thought that just came into my head, okay? This is just random thoughts. I have, I have them on my, uh, I, sometimes when I get a good thought or whatever that I think, you know, could be turned into a joke or something, I do the little, uh, I forgot what it was called, like, a, I don't know, it's a little thing that you press record and you, you talk into it and I, I get all my thoughts on it there and then I'll listen to it later and see if I could turn it into a joke or something or just a funny thought that I had. Oh, well, I thought that was funny. Well, in this particular case, I was like, you know what? I want a robbery to happen. What, what if a robbery, just something to spice things up in my day to make it not as unusual. You know, just me making salads, all of a sudden a guy busts in, he comes in, he's just all waving a gun, everybody get on the ground, oh, this is a robbery. But it's not a normal robbery or a normal robber, this is a robber that's like doing it because he's emotional, he's an emotional background story about like how he has no money, COVID just ripped him of all of it, he just tore into his stimulus check and, and bought, a, bought a flat screen instead of buying his family food. And he's just over there, and he's got a, he's a, with a vengeance, and he just points the gun at the uh, lady or the man behind the register, and he's like, give me all your money, and he's just shaking or whatever, and all of a sudden, you, you see him for a second, and you see him shaking, you see his posture, but it's not the posture uh, that's normal, you've seen this posture before on your YouTube recommended at a gas station, and you know they're not going to do anything, they got their figure, finger on the trigger, but they're not going to pull it, because... That's just how this scenario works. So they're going back and forth, back and forth. Next thing you know, uh, why won't we just add two hostages? Yeah, so I was thinking of this behind the salad line, thinking, man, we need two hostages in this scenario, or at least one hostage. So after she gets them, uh, after he gets the money, he sits down. Uh, Nothing sit down. He uh, holds the hostages. We're all out, but I'm outside. I'm behind some cop cars. The cops are like, hey, please, um, please, can you uh, just put the gun down, and release the hostage, and come out in peace, please, and it's just back and forth, back and forth, me on the other hand, I'm enjoying the show, but also at the same time, I realize that I'm on the clock, so it's like, bingo, getting paid to watch this, 
So then, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, his mom comes on on the speakerphone, on the little microphone thing or whatever, the megaphone, all of a sudden goes, Honey, I just want to say that I love you. Everything's going to be okay. I just want you to come out and just listen to the police officers. Just do anything that you can. And all of a sudden, he comes out. He's bawling his eyes out with the hosh. He's got the gun in his hand. He's shanking. He's like, I'm so, I'm just, I don't know what I did. All of a sudden, he puts the gun on the ground, releases the hostage. He gets on his knees. His mom goes out there. That has an enchanting moment where he hugs her and her hugs him. And they're just like, oh, my God, it's just a beautiful moment as he gets handcuffed. They're both crying. <sighs> See, those are the thoughts that I have at work. And I just had that thought. I had a whole story. Whole story of the scenario, the, the perfect scenario, the perfect robbery that I wanted. No one gets hurt. And it's an awesome story where a, where a son and a mom come together and they just have this nice, just nice little just boom, boop, just thing that happens. It's just magical moment. That's just some of the thoughts that I have in my head at work. That I'm bored. Maybe you have some thoughts too. That's why I want you to share them with me. My email's in the description. You can DM me on the social media that my mom still has me blocked on. Uh, <laughs> and you, I mean, whatever it may be, uh, just especially you just email me. Uh, it's going to be down in the description. Click on it. Email me your story, stories, your thoughts that you have at work. Maybe I'll share them on the podcast. Who knows? Uh, more than likely, I will. <laughs> why not? It's interesting. <laughs> but blue cheese. Maybe blue cheese is to blame for the reason why I have vivid thoughts during the day too. Daydreaming. Daydreaming is a thing. Why? Maybe I have vivid thoughts during the day because of daydreams. You know? Uh, Daydreaming is intense because maybe I'm eating blue cheese and that's why I get those thoughts. But guess what? It's a beautiful, glorious story. I thought at the end. Who knows? (laughs) Mm -mm. Delicious. Oh. What in the YouTube recommended? Yes, we have moved on into what in the YouTube recommended. This is a part of the podcast where I take a YouTube video that I've seen and I just want to bring it to the light of what my YouTube recommended is. Episode 35 was a really good one. It was a hog calling contest. The whole time during it, I called it a pig calling contest, I think. And uh, I realized that and I apologize. You know, I don't really care what the difference between a hog and a pig is, but apparently everybody that watched it was like, you know, it was a hog calling contest, not a pig. I'm like, really? You're really going to grammar grammar me right now or like not even grammar me, but like who cares? You got the point. But if you if you haven't seen it, go back and watch it. Go back and listen to it or whatever. It's, it is, uh, it was definitely something wild. That was in my YouTube recommended. And guess what? I just, another video popped up uh, that weekend. And uh, I had to watch it, and I did, and uh, I'm, I'm going to pull it up here right now. Uh, where do, uh, nope, that's the fun fact thing. Uh, no, uh, here we go. Um, the title of the video is called Meet the Professional Mini Golfer. That's right, folks. Professional mini golfing is a thing. You not only could just do it for your friends with fun, do it with your friends for fun. You don't just, you know, go there with, like, it's a good first date to kind of open up the ice, you know. After, after you meet on Bumble um, or you, you swipe, swipe right on Tinder after you do all those things and then you have your coffee date, then you know the first official date is going to be a mini golf, mini golf thing. You go there and you boom. Sinking in the hole, whatever. I'm telling you, I could have been a professional mini golfer, or I could still. 
I mean, I don't really. I mean, I think I have a, uh, I'm an undefeated record amongst my friends in mini golf. It's ridiculous. It's just how good I am just at putting. Just tap her in, tap it in, and I'm good. I'm literally the happy Gilmore of golf. I literally boom one shot. I'm a one shot killer at this thing. But it is a two minute and forty second video of of meet the professional mini golfer, and it's about this guy. Uh, spoiler alert that plays mini golf and uh, we're just going to go ahead and just start watching it and see what happens pause uh, it started out intense started out really intense uh, one thing that I really noticed is is that the, his ball is very decorated which is a good sign I am a golfer myself and a golf enthusiast and uh, I I uh, I love what ball he's using. I don't know if it, if it's his own personal one. Is it signed? Can I get one signed? Uh, that's a pretty cool. It's definitely not what the uh, uh, the mini golf place you know holds for you. Another thing too is is I saw that uh, he uh, has his own putter, and <laughs> which is great uh, if you're on a real golf course. But uh, I'm pretty sure uh, this putter is not going to do really much difference between the other putters that they give you. Uh, on this fake turf, <laughs> bring, just, just imagine, there's a, a group of kids just going in, they want to play mini golf, all of a sudden this guy goes, hey, sign me up for 18, uh, sign me up for 36 today, John, uh, I gotta need some extra practice, and they see him bring in his own, own set of putter, just his own putter, do they have like multiple putters, <laughs> like that he brings in a whole like set of just different kinds of putters, Oh, on hole one, man. It's going to be a long, strenuous hole. We got a fat putter for this one, and we're going to just send it long. All these kids' minds are blown. They're like, what the heck? I just picked a red one because it was the same size as me. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, we haven't even. That was just the intro. My, my bad. Matt Mail. What a strong, strong name for a golfer. <laughs> okay, does he have an ASICS sponsorship? Because they should. He's rocking them. I, I like the outfit that he has, that he has going. It's, it, it's a very, it's a very nice outfit. Um. It it reminds me of something that you'd see on one of like the Dick Sporting Goods dummies. As soon as you walk in, that's exactly what he looks like. He looks like one of those mannequins. Not a dummy, a mannequin. Uh, I aspire that though. His putter I see is very long. Uh, Matt Mail already starting out big. He's he's got the ones where he holds it with a two hander so he can get some extra accuracy and precision, uh, which I don't really believe to be as true. I've used one of those putters before on the golf course. I don't like it. It's like poked you in the chest and it's like yeah. It, I don't know. It's like you got to swing back and swing forward like one of those big old grandfather clocks. Like whenever the clock strikes 12, it's just dong. But anyways, let's, let's keep on going. Let's see what Matt Mail has to say. Hold on. He doesn't have a caddy? What? You don't have a caddy? If this is a professional sport, you gotta have a caddy. I, I would love to be your caddy, Matt. It just, oh, 
Matt's caddy. That, that's all I want on the back of my shirt. I'm, not my last name, just Matt's caddy. And it goes together. Like peanut butter and jelly. But I'm going to carry his just enormous amount of just different kinds of putters, depending on what hole it's going to be. I, I already can see it now. It's going to be great. I get paid, you know, minimum wage. I'm just showing him different spots. I'm like, hey, I don't know, Matt. I, I don't know, Matt, what you're going to be doing. I don't know how you're going to, you know, tackle this. Tackle this fairway right here. I think, I think you're going to need a putter on this one, though. I'm not 100% sure, Matt, but I'm pretty sure you're going to need a putter. Here, here you go. Take this one. <laughs> Take the tailor-made. The Titleist is going to do you uh, do you no good on this hole, I promise. See, see look. I, I got this down. I already got this down for Matt. <laughs> I wonder how many shots it took for, you know, every time to go in the hole. Is it just the same shot over and over again? For the cutscene. <laughs> Hold on. Time out. Is that a blueprint? He has a blueprint, a legit blueprint of each and every hole on the mini golf course. This dude's taking it seriously. Look, he's got angles. It, it looks like a, it looks like some art from Galileo. You know, the, you know, the man with the six arms or whatever. I forgot what that's called. I, don't correct me on it, but like, it looks, that's exactly what that looks like. <laughs> For every hole. What do the notes on the side say? 7, hold on, October 2013, T equals Y2 plus, is he doing math equations on this thing? Are you serious, Matt? Matt, you can't be doing math equations for a mini, mini putt. Dude, Matt, you know, look, Matt, if you're listening to this right now, or watching this, I want you to know that I challenge you to a mini, a, a, a good old game of putt putt uh mini putt putt golf and uh, i challenge you to it i'm i have no practice i haven't played in a little bit uh but i just want to just show you that uh it takes no skill to be a mini putt putt master i'm just saying it takes no skill whatsoever i challenge you to it but you know i'm gonna <laughs> we'll just go we'll see what your blueprint gets you <laughs> Mini golf masters? What? <laughs> Look at all those guys. Oh my god. Dude, they're literally they're literally decked out for this. Oh my Oh my god. There's all in line and they're all old too. Are they gonna like share beers afterwards? Do they all have like do they like smoke cigars on every hole? Like, ah, oh, hey John, what's up? Uh, nothing much, Phil. I'm just, you know, I just got to get away from the wife today, you know. <laughs> don't bull crap, you don't have a wife. These guys, if anything, they have like, I don't know, like uh, internet girlfriends. They're like, ah, I got to get away from the internet girlfriend today. <laughs> yeah, I got to get away from my imaginary one too, Phil. Yeah, it's just, just one of those things. Uh, yeah, Tim, I totally agree with you. You know, they're just so obnoxious, you know. <laughs> actually, all these guys here actually probably still live with their mothers. They're like, ah, got to get away from the parents. Yeah. Yeah, the parents, you know, they've just been all over my bag. They've been telling me to get out of the house for the last 36 years. But, you know, I keep on telling the same thing over and over again. I'm trying. <laughs> but I got, I just got to, you know, I got to put my mini putt-putt golf practice in. And once I win enough, then I can move out. It's just until then, 
you know, um, I'm just not putting in enough work. <laughs> the green jacket. <laughs> Did you see that? Did you see that green jacket? Oh my god. Okay, real quick. That green jacket looks exactly like a jacket that I have in my closet. Except it's green. It just has like, oh my, it's just sewed on. It looks like my old work jacket off a golf course. And they're just like, hey, make sure it's green. And we're going to put all these little mini pop-up master little emblems on there and just iron on. Just, <laughs> uh, I wonder whose mom did that for them. <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh yeah look at that just ah uh, celebrate he made a two-inch putt and he's just mm, glorious and, and look at that hand look at that hand at the end look at that handshake i paused on the perfect moment that that guy's looking at him like like we we won we won together you know you know no matter how this comes out you know, the beer's going to be on me after this. You know, the, just the look on his face uh, to that guy. I mean, they're dressed up like real legit golfers. This is beautiful. What? <laughs> oh, the fedora. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that hat since, like, what, 2002? <laughs> Oh, oh, <laughs> just the sour faces. Oh, 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 yeah. You know when the golfers look when a look looks like that. You know he's not making. He's like, oh, oh. Uh. Maybe that one guy like stepped in, stepped in poop or something, and that's what his face made. You know, maybe it wasn't a missed putt. You know, maybe it was just uh, an un like a cut scene that he just added in there, but you know, maybe he stepped on something else, you know, maybe he stubbed his toe. It couldn't have been a missed putt. <laughs> oh, the guy walking away. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that was basically the end of the video. This guy gave you a whole what was it, two minute, yeah, t two minutes and 40 second motivational speech about how, how great and awesome mini golf is, and I promise you, out of all the times that I've played mini golf, I've never once thought to myself, you know what, I want to go pro than this, I want to become a champion at mini golf, but anybody that's watching this, if you are a professional mini golfer, I challenge you to the green jacket, I have no, pra I have no practice in me, uh, the, the last time that I've played was like, I don't know. When was the last time I went mini golfing? Was it a few months ago? A few months ago? I don't know. But, uh, I just, you know, I don't have, uh, anything other to say other than the fact that I challenge you. I challenge you a fair game to, of, uh, of, of golf. <laughs> and it's just, it's glorious. It's glorious to be able to, um, be able to challenge people in a mini golf match. It's like, now nah, I know that I can at least compete in. Is there any hazards? Uh, do I actually, when I accidentally hit it off a brick and it bounces over, is that a plus one? Do I have to hit it from where it lies? So if it goes in out of the territory, do I have to hit it back in? I don't know. You're going to have to explain to me the rules. I don't have the blueprints, Matt. Come give me the blueprints. 
But if you need a caddy, I'll be your caddy as well. I'll show you. I'll give you the best putter that needs to be go that needs to let you go and release the inner beast that you have in you, Matt. Show those little kids up. Show them what's up. Did you see how long that he said he practiced for? That's the thing that I like. I didn't. I couldn't even imagine. Too. He says he practices for like hours upon hours a day. I, I forgot exactly. We'll pop the number somewhere. But hours. I know it's a long time. I can't play mini golf that long. Like maybe we'll. I mean, I started goofing around after hole five. It's like, whatever. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> man, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say other than the fact that, uh, that Matt, Matt uh, definitely, you know, gave me some inspiration that I could take, take whatever, whatever thing that you think you can't go pro in. Matt just gave me the inspiration that I could go pro in. I want to become a professional, uh, professional, I don't, man, what, what do I want to become professional in? A professional, um, oh, box of tissues is sitting there. I want to become a professional blowing my nose. World professional, world professional. That Oh, wrink, unwrinkling shirts. Uh, I have a steamer. I could, I bet you I could unwrinkle a shirt in, in a jiffy, like in a matter of seconds. You know, my friend's like, hey, Dawson, can you unwrinkle this for me? Bam, five seconds in, I'm done. Done too. A professional, uh, professional shower taker. I take the world's fastest showers. Um, I think I think my record time is like twenty eight seconds. Uh, yeah, my friends and I. Yeah, we 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 decided to have a competition one day to see who can take the fastest shower. Uh, dude, it was on. I beat them twenty eight seconds. Try to beat that. I bet you can't beat it, Bat. Can't beat it. Um, uh, towel folder. I bet you I can beat you in that. Uh, lint roller, you know, get the most, get all, get, get me scrubbed up and squeaky clean, the fastest or greatest lint roller, boom, anything, I mean, I don't know, you think it, and you could become professional at it, that's just, that's just how it is, <laughs> with professional putt-putt mini golf, but I just want to say thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to episode 36 of the Last Cycle Heart Podcast. Asked. Making it this far means so much um, that uh, that y'all made it this far that you can listen to me chit chat and talk <laughs> about random things that are going on in my head. You know, just gotta get these thoughts out. Uh, but real quick before I leave, emails down low in the description. Email me something, uh, a meme, uh, a joke, something that's on your mind, a voice memo. That's what it's called. Uh, just any thoughts that you have while you're at work or anything in general. You know. Uh, maybe you'll show up and pop up on the Last Cycle Heart podcast. Who knows? It may or may not. But also, if you're watching this off of YouTube, make sure to subscribe. If uh, by any chance you can slip me a review of what you think, uh, how I'm doing things around here, if you think I'm doing it good, give me some recommendations. Maybe I'll look at your recommendations, maybe not. Who knows? Whatever it may be, I will listen. Send me some stuff. But once again, thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 36 of the Last Cycle Heart Podcast. I will be seeing you next Friday. The Last Cycle Heart Podcast.